Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems. As always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral. And as always, we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown. So come find us. Yes, video stores still exist. And of course, guys, girls and guys, like always, there is going to be... This month is, of course, last week of actually doing recent movies. And to be here on this podcast with me is, of course, my very illustrious co-host that works 60% of the time, 80% of the time, to 48% of the time, Mr. Buttmeister himself. How's it going? Well, hi, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. Uh, That's your catchphrase now, by the way. It's uh, stolen. It is not the original thing. <laughs> I don't know where I heard it from, but I'm definitely not the first person to say it. I want to give credit to whoever came up with it, but I cannot remember off the top of my head. But hi, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another podcast that mostly talks about movies and sometimes cinematic adjacent things. Is that the phrase I usually use? Yes. Like video games and TV shows. Uh, today we got, you know, one of the first. We got the, the thing we do all the time. We got another movie. Um, apologies in advance. This one's my fault. Yeah. I came up with this recommendation uh, about a month ago when advertisements for these movies were inescapable on YouTube, on Hulu, on literally anything and everything all of the time that had ads running fucking future... Sorry, I keep calling it future war. Tomorrow war. <laughs> Ghost draft. I'm calling it ghost draft because when I saw the notes in the Wikipedia page about the production of this movie, how it was originally titled Ghost Draft, that's such a cooler title. Uh, which, by the way, as we can confirm, that I do have this little semi-half paper yep. list, and it has it has the weeks, and this one, I wrote down Future War, as you said, Future War. So, I wrote it down. <laughs> I literally went to go look it up in Prime as Future War. No. Title does not exist. Do you mean Tomorrow, tomorrow War? That's what just happened when I tried to Google it. It gave me the first result of, do you mean Tomorrow War? So, yeah, Tomorrow War is a 2021 movie starring Chris Pratt and a bunch of other people who will get there. So J.K. This, Simmons is fucking amazing in this. I'll say that right off the bat. Uh, Dr. Almont Kringle will state, and I totally agree with this, that he was very, very underutilized. I agree. He was incredibly well cast, and I wish the movie had more of him. And one of the best parts of the movie is the very end where he and Chris Pratt get to buddy-buddy, you know, be strategic see, and be a great team. See, I just want a meme to happen where he talks to Star-Lord and asks him for pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> That's all I want. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. I want somebody to create that meme and send it to me. At cinemagems15 at gmail. So, let, let, do you want to get into the, the plot of this movie? Oh, how it was originally called The Ghost Draft when it was originally in development in 2019? Uh, it started shooting in 2019 and then ended right before, right before the pandemic started. January of 2020, it wrapped up filming. And, uh, wow, they dodged a bullet. But also they Where didn't was it filmed because um, Atlanta, fucking Lincolnton, Iceland. Like, no shit, the whole Arctic part at the end was so all So not real Iceland. Russia? Not real Russia. I don't think they could actually do that. They just wanted... I, I, I'm surprised it was filmed in Iceland. I thought it was just on a green screen the whole time. Not a bad green screen, necessarily. And that's something about this movie. The special effects actually don't look terrible when Amazon streaming is keeping up with the quality. That was the problem I had. I don't know if you had a problem like that. But uh, in, in some very CG-heavy scenes... 
I think the frame rate would just get overloaded and suddenly turn into potato quality. Oh, no, no, no. Mine like was... it's being filmed on an iPhone. I... Like an older <clears throat> iPhone. Whenever that happens, whenever a big battle scene comes up, I literally pause. Mm-hmm. Pause it so it can load. Go get me something to drink. Give me something to eat. Go place it down on the coffee table. Then I go to the bathroom and use the bathroom. Give the dog some loving. Then I press play so it's not... It's, it's rendered all. So when I press play, it's like... <sighs> Sorry. That's how I like my image quality of movies. Yeah. As a cinephile. Yeah, yeah I didn't do that. I'll have the patience <laughs> for that. I wanted to get this movie over with. I wanted to rip the fucking band-aid oh. off. Oh, I watched it in three sittings. I couldn't do it. I could not do it in one. Okay. I, yeah. I did before, it in three. Before we even get into the meat and potatoes of this movie... Uh, it's it's long. It's very long. It's way too long. Two hours and 18 minutes? Yeah, this is way too damn long. There's a lot of shit that they easily could have cut out. And if they were really insisting on not cutting it out, could this have been like an HBO miniseries instead? Mm-hmm. Or not even HBO. It got picked up by Amazon. They could have split it into three parts, into three episodes of a miniseries. Because there's a very clear three-act structure going on here. The opening act, where you have the main character, Chris Pratt, who's former. You're fine. Cool. We're going to okay. just cut that out. Um, sorry, headphone listeners. The mic. <laughs> it's funny. I criticize the Admiral all the time for not being careful with the... With the Watch out for then, my mic! And then today... It no, me, I think we should so. keep, it, keep it in so the listeners know of who messed oh, with God. the mic. And not me. We're going to have to put a, a headphone warning. <laughs> um, headphone warning. At 5.50. Yeah, something like that. Okay, anyway, sorry, movie. Um, Chris Pratt's character is a uh, biology teacher. Who is ex-military? Yeah, he's former Green Beret. And he's trying to... He, he served a bunch of tours in Iraq. He was very good at it. Um, and we have his wife and uh, daughter. And he immediately sets this up as, you know, his, his daughter is already brilliant. And he's fully encouraging this daughter to get into STEAM. Into engineering and medicine and science and, and that's great that's awesome uh we also meet jk simmons who's his dad who was a vietnam vet and i do kind of like that they do this they do get into the uh ptsd of war veterans mm-hmm. they, they get into like no i i left because i was not okay to be around people because mm-hmm. of the shit i saw me no like yeah i i i get it I, I, I understand that. And uh, I, I think at least, and please, if cinemagems15 at gmail.com, mm-hmm. uh, cinemagems underscore pod on Twitter, tell me if I'm wrong. But I think this is a pretty good uh, representation of post, uh, you know, of PTSD. Oh, with, with, with J.K. Jake. Simpson's character, yeah. The, uh, oh, how he's fucking insane? How he's, he's, Go and he wants to real crazy, and he wants like, to take off. <laughs> he wants to topple the government. He's he's paranoid of everything. He's skeptical of everything. He's yeah, but he's also so basically he also he, wants to be there for his family though. So basically, he left fifteen to twelve years yeah ago, like right when Chris Pratt's character got into the military. Yeah, um, he was excommunicado from his from his life. Uh, so I, I think that's why Chris Pratt's character went into the militaries because he wanted some, yeah, some type of, you know, straightforward thinking vision, and uh, ever since then he hasn't really been in contact with, with the dad, yeah, 
and so he gets a letter while they're having a Christmas party, while the possibly World Cup is playing. Yeah, I none of this shit lined up for me. It, yeah, we don't. I don't even but know what fine. state this is in. Fortunately, we don't have to wait very long for the plot of the movie to arrive. <laughs> oh, you mean break down the fucking door on the fucking pitch of only fifty percent of the world actually watch? Yeah. So, so most Americans would They're be like, like, "What the fuck? What?" Oh, it's well, a except hoax. for an hour later when it does pop up on world news, and, and which to which point most news coverage has to be like, "Okay, so this is what soccer is, <laughs> football." Before we get to why uh, people from the future are invading a soccer pitch, here's what soccer is. Um, so yeah, so basically they come out and they're like, hey, we are supposed to help defeat these creatures that appeared out of nowhere and we come back in time 30 years? Yeah, I think it's about 30 years. Because it's 50, 2051 and we're set in original 2021. 2048? Is it 2040 or 2051? 2041. Okay. Well, so uh, basically... 2048, yeah. The logic is that they have to come back uh, come back to our time, teach us how to do all this stuff, take these people from this time and bring them to 2048, mm-hmm. and they fight a war for seven days, and then who's ever left alive comes back... And, and then again. And then can possibly be done again mm-hmm. like that other character that i really liked that i was like yeah oh okay yeah fucking dorian i was like what it's like what <sighs> so we they they do a pretty decent job of world building that being said the world building they set up does not completely add up in my opinion nope excuse me um but they do set up early on you know they they show just enough of a training montage to show us that whatever these enemies are, their weaknesses are uh, neck and abdomen. Yep. Why they don't bring back footage of these things is really dumb. Because they give an explanation and it's stupid. They they try to explain it away with, uh, oh, the only reason we don't uh, bring back any footage of these, you know, for training and everything is because we don't want to scare people into not coming to the future. And it, to which, like... No, everyone's already fucking terrified. Like, you're Show straight, them what sh- straight up telling hey, us that there is to- an inevitable war in the future and we have to fight it early because you're not winning it there. To quote FDR, we only think, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. itself. I know. Um, and then the robot chicken's like, spiders! And spiders! Well, and if this movie has anything to say, Tyranids. Because I'm not calling them white spikes. I know that that name makes sense in the context of the movie, but for all intents and purposes, they are Tyranids from 40K. Oh, see, 100%. They're, they're, they're a hive mind army of xenomorphs. See, I legit was like, oh, it looks like a spider and a scorpion had sex. And then somebody took the, you know, fertilized egg away and decided to fuck with it. Uh, so, some training happens. He meets, I think, one of my favorite characters in the movie, Charlie. Played oh, by from Veep? Oh, yeah. he's fucking great, man. He's great. Um, he carry he yeah he carries us through a lot of this movie. Um, they but wait, do you warp ta- into the future and for some reason are warped. Like the jump point is in midair and no one was given a parachute. Nope. So half of them die and half ha- die immediately. And half of them are able to somehow manage to get into a 
a rooftop pool, pool? A rooftop swimming pool. I don't, I don't get it, but okay. It's just a really dumb premise. I feel like whoever wrote this had to have been on a lot of cocaine. They were just like, how do we get in there? We gotta have a problem. What? I'm really high. That's it. Let's go with it. Yeah, it's really high up. That makes sense. Um, and then they, I guess, Chris Pratt's character assumes command because he has ex-military capabilities. Yeah, he has some military experience, and he gets a call from uh, basically the research lab in the future. Right. Uh, hey, hey, go pick up these people. Hey, I we need heard my your Green Beret. We've heard you've done uh, search and rescue oper operations before. Fucking, yeah, go do this thing. Even though in your squad is another guy who's literally a veteran of this exact war. Yep. Which we find out later he keeps doing this because he's already been diagnosed with cancer. So why not Why not fight while he has the chance? Right. Um, as it turns out, everyone who's been drafted into this Tomorrow War it, it is... They're only dead because they're dead at the time. They're dead they, in 2048. They be, yeah, they would be dead at that time anyway. Because they can't run so, into themselves because it was cause of paradox. But, yeah. But we'll get to Wibbly that. wobbly timey wimey we'll shit. We'll get to the, a paradox at the end, which yeah. confuses me. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, um, so. Okay. So, basically. They do the search and rescue. They barely get out. But they have seven days in this future, and they're automatically teleported back. Yes. Because at the end of the Sabbath. on the on the seventh, because it's quote unquote the Sabbath. Exactly, which I'm just like, wow. Very very subtle, but also not subtle at all. Wow. Good job. Guys. Okay. Great. Um. So yeah. So they go and do the search and rescue. Unfortunately, <laughs> the, all the researchers are dead, so they need to get these blue vials. Yes. To the person that they're on the mic with. They get attacked by white spikes. We start losing people left and right. Their yep. their numbers are being shaved down. And I will say, my favorite line of dialogue in this whole movie is when they're going down the stairwell and the fucking tyrannids are coming down after them. And Charlie is just, shit, 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 spraying and praying. Which, I love that the, uh, the guns in this movie operate on the logic of you have infinite ammo until an enemy is within five feet of you. <laughs> Then oh! you suddenly run out and you have to switch to your sidearm, in which case you're uh, um, Yeah. It's running by that logic, which and, I love. Uh, so, and then we have two characters that I like a lot. Um, the kind of like portly guy with the beard. Charlie. And, oh, no, no, that's not Charlie. Yeah, that's, that's not uh, Charlie. Mike Mitchell. That's Cohen. And then also the the lady who looks like she could hang Nora. out with Tina Fey. Nora. She, I'm pretty sure she's been in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, I'm she pretty looks sure like... she was uh, Boyle's wife yep, for a little that's while that's exactly what she was yeah. yeah no she's fun they got a lot of comedic act actors for this otherwise very serious movie uh which, so okay so what's his name cohen yeah so i know him from lovesick me and marty did cool. a <coughs> hate watch review of lovesick it's yeah. way back in our feed we should definitely go check that out um i loved uh i like doing that with marty a lot i really want to find another show where we just hate watch and then talk about the entire season. Isn't but this that fun. what we're doing here? But it's a movie. Oh I wait, know. it could be a miniseries. It could Thanks, be a Prime. Yeah, thank you, Amazon Prime, for giving us a near three hours. Maybe, maybe this was Jeff Bezos' like finger to the world. Jeffrey Bezos. When he left 
and stop being CEO of Amazon. He's just like, you know what? He never really stopped being CEO He's of like, Amazon. He is everywhere. He's Je- Jeff Bezos is Johnny Depp in that Transcendence movie. Oh God! Oh yeah! Oh, you're welcome. No, why would you mention you're that? Welcome. That movie's so bad. I know. I it's know. so you're confusing. Welcome. You're it's, so welcome. Oh my God! <laughs> why would you do that? Anyway, you can't ever use that at work, man. They finish the search and rescue mission. They get the blue vials. They get extracted. Cohen and Nora all get killed making sure that the other people get out of there because cool guys don't look at explosions and uh they did look at explosions though they did they they get extracted out of there and then we find out that uh the person in chris pratt's ear i'm so sorry for that is his daughter is literally his daughter grown up and i fucking love that (laughs) i like he's like wait forrester like smell like this it's yvonne strakowski and she's Fucking where where movie. where she's is she from? Black Widow, I'm pretty sure. Okay, that's where she's from. Oh. I'm, I'm looking her up, but I'm pretty sure she was in the most recent Black Widow, uh, oh. Handmaid's Tale. That that movie. Kind she of was blown. not in Black Widow. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay, I, I was gonna say I was yep. like Black Widow. I was kind of like sorry. Sure. Handmaid's Tale. Uh, I don't know. Batman. Well, Black well so yeah. yeah keep, so, keep going. Oh, so keep, she was she was Hannah and Dexter. That's where I know she's her. She's also from. Miranda Lawson in the Mass Effect games. That's what I know her from. Okay, see, I know her from yeah. Mass Effect and Dexter then. Yeah. But, but, but whatever. So basically, it takes him way longer than it should to realize that that's his daughter. Like when we explain things to customers yeah. about three times. Yeah. It, like, t- it takes him a bit too long. To be fair, he did just barely survive a Tyranid invasion and a way too close for comfort, like, danger-close air bombardment from friendlies. But still takes about 90 seconds too long to realize that's his daughter. Now, one thing I do like about this movie uh, is that I think it does a decent amount to put a dent in the idea that once you've experienced PTSD, you are immune from any other kind of trauma, which is bullshit. Oh, As we've 1, learned percent. many, many times over during the course of this pandemic, just because you've been traumatized in one way... The global health crisis? Way, right. D- just because you've been traumatized in one way doesn't make you any more immune or resistant to new trauma. It, If you learn from it, it can help you prepare yourself a little bit for future trauma. But, like, watching Chris Pratt's character, who was already a war vet, a two-tour fucking Green Beret, he's seen some shit... And he's sitting here fucking hyperventilating after having just barely survived Tyranids and a way too close for comfort bombardment. He is shaking. And I don't know why, but that really resonated with me. That that just, it. I think it helps break down toxic ideas about trauma and post-war PTSD and things like that. But it's in this really one, bad One of a movie. very few things, few good things this movie does because it... The movie does, in a lot of other ways, way overstay its welcome. So, then we found out that the uh, the vials that he got yes. from the extracted extraction plant is can kill is a vaccine for what, what is, the it's, males, it's, it's, but it's, it can't hurt the female. Yes. So they have to go in and get the female. Yep. And um, his daughter's basically pinned down under a rock 
while the other two while the other troops try and straggle the female back into the cage. Now, when was the point in this movie where you put together that these things are on a hive mind? Because for me, it was right here when the oh, when they scream screaming and then and everything swarm. Oh, no, I figured it out beforehand when they were at the thing and one saw them. Yeah, and then all the other ones were like, "Oh, we gotta fucking Focusing go." It. I was like, I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "It's a hive mind." I was literally it's was like, "Fucking tyrannids." No, it's I, the board. Well, no, I, I literally. If, it's essentially. This is the best analogy I can come up with for this because we find out late, way later in the movie that these things are not the... They're not intelligent. They were a weapon manufactured by a more intelligent race. To me, this is like if the Borg made Tyranids. No, you know what it is, right? It's the battle droids from Phantom Menace. Uh, it's exactly what it is. Okay, but only if they were all super battle droids. And Droidicus. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah? I'll agree with that. Like, none of the clanky little Roger Roger. <laughs> none of those. You're welcome. How woo. No. Stop. Stop. Please you want don't. references? Please don't. Put, oh, oh, you want to transcend into your ass? Please don't put into anyone's, uh, anyone's head the idea of us ever reviewing the prequels. Please. Please don't. Only if people can, can want it not? done. Only if people want it done. CinemaGems15 at gmail.com. Only if people want it done. Uh, Probably only Patreon. I hate myself. Probably only Patreon, though. Only Patreon? We don't have a Patreon, Admiral. How do you know? Maybe. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> we're going to have a conversation after our, we're done recording. Our non-existent <laughs> legal department is going to have to talk. <laughs> um, so, basically, and, anyway. then, and then the female gets loose, and she's in this weird, like... Tr lion trap lion ant trap thing yeah, where they have flame. to flame and then she goes back there's three holes there's three exhausts and they flame her back so then Chris Pratt has to go in there to save his daughter and he goes in there to save his daughter and then she's like why'd you do that you had an order and he's like but you're my daughter and it's like you fucking told him this you told him this you this is your this fault guy into this situation this is absolutely yeah why what? are you getting mad at him for something he is reacting because you are his fucking daughter? The thing, I, the things I get frustrated by with this movie are the same things I got frustrated by at the end of Game of Thrones. It's mm. really bad strategic decisions. It's it's writing characters into corners and having them make really dumb, nonsensical strategic choices. Like bringing along your dad to an important mission and therefore compromising him and the mission. Like, but we get a nice good <coughs> scene after that of her breaking down on a beach at sunset to her dad about what happened to their relationship. Yeah. And that scene, I was like, I was like this, I was like, this is a good fucking scene. Yeah. It yeah, was they, a really well done scene. And then immediately was just like, alright, we gotta go back. Let's go do some more action. We're going to, to the middle of the ocean. Oh, guess what? They're, they're coming to the ocean. We're gonna die, but guess what? You gotta leave in 30 seconds. You gonna try and catch me or bring me back? Yep. Oh, no. And then he goes back. Luckily, he caught the vial. And then they're like, we can't get you. We can't get you awake. You wouldn't take the vial away. So then he's like, we gotta do it. Do you know anybody that can get us across, across enemy lines and hates the government? Yeah, I do. He should have said, my dad. He he earned that fucking line. He, he did earn that line. When he's like, yeah, I do. My, my dad. dad. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree he earned that line. Um, he Did he say that line? 
I don't think so. No, he could. He should have said that line. Like he earned that fucking line. So then, they go to modern day Russia to go and stop an invasion because they were talking about volcanoes. Yeah, and I love that that a one kid, kid in Chris Pratt's biology class, who apparently is obsessed with volcanoes, that they've all laughed at until now. And my favorite part of all of this is Charlie's reactions. <laughs> oh, I wish I was this kid, kid in high school. And I was like, oh my god, I wish that I wish I had this kid's balls in high school. Like, holy every, shit! Everybody has this moment in high school. <laughs> I appreciate this movie's appreciation for STEM and STEAM and science. Even though most of the quote unquote science of this movie Techno Babble? Most it's techno babble. It's mostly made up. I understood it, so I know it's made up. Oh well (laughs) Well, the best part is is me and Patron were watching uh we were finishing our James Bond movies and only have like I think four or five left of the current series. Good luck. Um so we just ended Tomorrow Never Dies, which is like the one where Steve Jobs tries to take over the world. And it's Jonathan Price. Oh my god. Who's who's the villain? And it's really weird. You gotta watch this movie. It's like super fucking weird. Like we have to do a Jonathan Price month and pick this movie. Okay. But Excuse me. So it was going on and in the one scene he's like, Spare me the techno babble and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Have we gotten to that point yet where we're just like hang a lantern on it? Fuck it. I know what it is. Just tell me fairy like literally so the audience can understand it i'm like oh my god it makes sense when audiences are worn down from decades worth of dancing around the same tropes and wasting so much screen time where you could be getting to good character development where there is a little bit like jk simmons development in this movie like jk simmons like like mm, there's so much wasted potential here even though the movie is, I still contend, way too damn long. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're not even at the end yet. They get to Russia and they find out that, like we said, it's a... Volcanic ash from China fell because a UFO crash landed into yes. Russia. And that's why there's that's why there's ash from a volcano in China. Yeah. So they go into the ufo and it's a thousand times bigger than what they thought it was yep or what i thought it was like when they go into this one thing i was like wait what the hell what literally like uh, the vast array basically these things are cattle i think they they put it down sheep so again i'm gonna compare this to imagine if the borg a highly advanced uh race that does nothing but assimilate i have my hand up the borg Imagine if the Borg okay. created a uh, a race that could just destroy everything. That has no logical thought, but no is politics a doesn't care about anything. Just eat, consume, destroy, That's... and just release it on everything. Okay. Now, I know what you're thinking. This is a really bad idea. I know because, like me, you've seen decades worth of sci-fi media that just demonstrates why this is a Alien. very bad idea. <laughs> Alien. Alien. <laughs> This is essentially taking the retconned origin story of the Xenomorphs, where, like, in Prometheus, it was basically how the original Prometheans created the Xenomorphs to eventually wipe out all life. It's the Flood from Halo. You know, the Forerunners built a Halo ring. To- yeah, this has been done before, is what I'm saying. That's why I keep calling them Tyranids. So, so basically, 
they kill everybody, but oh no, the female gets away, so they gotta get the female. And, and all these things are suddenly waking up from their pots. So they do big giant explosion. Uh, the ex uh, vet from the future war yeah. slash tomorrow war slash ghost draft is dies Edwin in the explosion. Dorian, he's he's fantastic in this. He dies in the explosion along with someone from the future that let basically Lieutenant Hart, Jasmine Matthews, yeah, which worked upon side his daughter, yeah, and she could see how what where she gets it from, yeah. And so their death, I think, was earned. I don't really, I didn't really want them to die, but you had to have casualties to understand. But why does it have to be the two black people? That uh, it's okay. I mean, J.K. Simmons could have, could have, could have died. I mean, his character was really. Look, at least Charlie didn't die. Which came out of fucking nowhere. Where the fuck did he come from? They were they were running like a long ass fucking trek, and then at the end of the movie, he's just like, oh, it's like. Did they go get you out of the trailer for this I, scene? I, I laughed. I thought that was funny. No, it, no, it, it, it was hilarious. It was great, but logically, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make it. Does it make sense? I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. Okay, fine. As long as you agree that it doesn't make sense, I will agree with you that it is a hilarious scene. So basically, we get this stakeout kind of thing where they put. The female in sniper range of J.K. Mm-hmm. Simmons, and she gets hit, so she runs off. And then I love what Chris Pratt's like gets it in one of her um, her uh, arms. Yeah, and she fucking rips off her fucking arm. That was a badass moment. Like she was like, "Fuck this," because um, she fucking knows she's fucking probably had this shit done to her before. So she rips off the poison that's literally injected in her arm. She rips her arm off. Um, man, I said that scene a lot. And then, um, basically, J.K. Simmons tries to get her to come attack him, and fucking Chris Pratt, I don't know. Out of nowhere. (laughs) Leroy Jenkins it. Full on, yeah. (laughs) Like, attacks it, slits her fucking throat, stabs her with the fucking shit, and just fucking, like, kills her. And I'm just like... Did you tell that thing to die? <laughs> it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. I love I that J.K. Simmons is like, did you tell it to die? Yeah? Yeah. T- 10 out of 10. I love that moment. <laughs> and then we get this scene where Charlie, him, and J.K. Simmons just fall on the uh, ice yep. and just kind of take a minute. They're like, let's take a 10. And then they go 10. back and they love the Secretary of State was like, oh yeah, I, I, I allowed this. Oh yeah. I totally was like, okay with it. Yeah, if it did end right, you would be pissed. Excuse me. So they prevent the future war slash tomorrow war slash ghost draft from happening. I I personally think they they, uh, missed out on a much better possible ending here, which could have been uh, the... The queen gets released. Like, literally them being there is the catalyst. Um, oh. That would have made more sense in terms of time travel logic, because by taking the vaccine, going back to the past to his present, um, and stopping the future from happening, he also eliminates the whole reason he had to go back to begin with. The whole reason he had to go to the future to begin with. It's it look, creates a paradox. Look, so it would have made more sense look, for him to fucked up the timeline more anyway. Have I been watching Loki too much? Look, 
Look, <laughs> look, look. You need to understand that TVA will come and fix any shit up that doesn't I, need to happen. I, I, I maybe I've watched the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer like ten times, guys. That's a good one. Which we are talking about that today, are we? Uh, yeah. No, oh, let's okay. Do it. All right. Let's fucking. Well, do before, it. besides that, so basically, from now on, I don't look at time travel like logically like you should. I look time travel as what the movies are preparing it to, like, yeah. like Ant Man did. So you yeah. mean Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit? Yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like, yep. the point is that. I love time travel movies. Yep. I hate now that they're dumbed down and I have to look at them a certain way because now a paradox doesn't make sense. How did old Cap live and the TBA didn't get him? Don't know. Don't know. Sorry. So uh, yeah. No, so I agree. so I'm just like, okay. Literally, when it happened, I was like, okay, that's fine. Sure. Okay. Whatever. Like, I was like, oh, it's over. Thank God. And it just ends. I never told her about her future. Motherfucker, you told her probably when you were on your deathbed. Seven years from now. So here on Cinema Gems, we have a rating I'm system. sorry. That has really pissed me off. Go ahead, man. Uh, full gem, fantastic movie. Would watch again. Half a gem, eh, it was okay. Maybe be a little bit inebriated, but it's fun. Uh, no gem, don't watch it at all. Literally, don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. Admiral, what do you think of this movie? Half Jim, if you're inebriated as fuck. I I agree. I would specifically give this a half of a potato that is sat out for too long. Because that's clearly what happened to this script in this movie. It was a script that was made years and years ago that never got the right funding. Well, it's never an got old, the right actors. It's an old or, book. It's a great book. It's a book that I've been meaning to read. And it just, me and Dr. Alma Kring were talking about it. What the fuck did they do to it? Yeah. It's yeah, it, it it's clear that this has been this script has been doctored to death. It has been studio tinkered to death, but there are still fun moments. There are still a few things that I ha- I think are handled with a decent, not great, but a decent amount of nuance. So I can't say no, Jim. If you have three hours to kill on a weekend and you have literally nothing else to do and you want to watch Chris Pratt and J.K. Simmons, and you want to watch a a fun sci-fi movie, maybe you're a 40K fan, and you're hungry for Tyranid shit. You know, because Games Workshop doesn't do anything for... You hear that, Tiny Tony Hawk? For anything... Well, no, he agrees with me. We've talked about this, how Games Workshop doesn't support anything unless you're Space Marines. That's all they fucking care about is Space Marines. Uh, I don't actually play 40k. I just think the lore is fascinating. Do you want to hear the actual title of the of the book? Go for it. What's it called? Are you ready for this? Is it Ghost Tomorrow War? Colon, the Chronicles of Max. The giant fucking square parentheses redacted. (laughs) Who the fuck is Max? (laughs) At what point (laughs) is there a Max in this? Oh my god. That's how bad. Anyway, please let us know what you thought about this movie. Did you even watch it? I'm gonna have not. I don't necessarily blame you. I'm gonna have to read the book. I'm gonna read the book. If you've read the book and you don't want to watch the movie, please tell us what you thought about the book. We'd love to read your message on the show. You can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. You can tweet us at cinemagems underscore pod. 
I will be getting the episodes up as quick as I can. And also, uh, we have a trailer that we need to talk about that apparently was taken from the website. We'll get to that, but real quick, uh, what's the Instagram handle again? Cinema Gems Pod. One more time. Cinema Gems Pod. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Uh, But yeah. It's the opposite of Twitter. We, We... Put stuff. Well, the Admiral puts stuff on Instagram every once in a while. If y'all want to see more of the dogs, let us know. We can totally do that. I'm thumbs up in the mic. Yes, because they can totally see that. They can see that. Absolutely. Okay, so, trailer talk. Before we go any further, I saved a meme that I need to show you. God damn it. Of this, of this specific trailer. Of this specific trailer. Oh, dear God. Are you ready? It's going to pull it up. No Way Home. Okay, so it's a picture of Marge Simpson. No Way Home trailer is leaked. Tom Holland, no! Tom Holland is Bart. What? Sorry, force of habit. <laughs> yeah, so for once, Tom Holland did not leak this shit. Sony fucked up. Mm-hmm. So- Sony fucked up. Someone on their end released it too damn early. And apparently they spent a better part of 24 hours scrubbing the internet for this. Uh... Now, they did a good job scrubbing the internet of the video, but enough people got screenshots that I think Marvel or Sony or someone... They were like, just release it. Let's just release a trailer. Maybe not the trailer we wanted to release. I didn't watch the original one. I watched it. I didn't either. I watched watched it. Yeah, I watched it yesterday when it actually, like, was legally released. released. Yeah. That's when I watched it, too. And look, even the publicly released trailer, I love... I'm taking all of this with a grain of salt because the Sony accidentally leaking it and then pulling it tells me that that wasn't supposed to be released until after whatever further merger deal Sony and Marvel are doing that is supposed to be done before this movie comes out. No, I legit, is it finalized yet? I legit think that they were saying they were hang, saving it for Shang Chi, like mm. that was supposed to come out with Shang Chi. And then when the internet took it by took it by storm, Marvel's like, "It's free publicity." Yeah, just just go. We ain't gotta pay it. for this. Yeah. Okay, so you ready to do the trailer talk intro? Go for it. <gasps> trailer talk. Uh, so Spider-Man colon No Way Home. Mm-hmm. So we get Doctor Strange and him hanging out. I've been wanting more Doctor Strange for so damn long. And Peter I Parker? I am so excited. And well, Peter Parker. Sir? Been, sir? I think we're past the formalities. We've literally saved a whole universe. Steven? It's weird. It's weird, but I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Wong's like, don't use that spell. Sure. <laughs> Wink. No, I, I love this. I've known for a while, I've been taking everything that has quote-unquote leaked about this movie with a massive grain of salt. Anytime someone's like, Jamie Foxx is going to be in it. Tobey Maguire's going to be in it. Andrew Garfield's going to be in it. Fucking Alvin Berlina's going to be in it. Taking it with a grain of salt. Because I don't believe it until the movie is fully out. Oh. See, I'm like, I'm like, wait, when Alfred Reeland just came out and he's just like, yeah, so this all happened, blah, 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 the DA. I yeah. was like, I was legit like, I was like, oh, wait, he doesn't care because he doesn't give a shit about comic books. So this is actually happening. Like, yeah. legit, I was like, this is actually happening. Uh, he doesn't care. He's a so, Shakespearean fucking actor. Yeah, no, he doesn't so give a shit. That being said, so is Tom, so is Tom Hiddleston. 
So is Benedict Cumberbatch. I, so is I know, but there are, there, Alfred Molino. This is a paycheck to him. This is a paycheck to him. But what I love that the MCU has done is that they've they've demanded that people take these movies seriously by casting serious actors yes. in these roles. Most of the actors in the MCU are no joke, fucking phenomenal actors, and we can. We could do a tier list of all the MCU actors, and the worst ones would be C at worst. Yeah. Um, so basically, while this is going on, there's imagery of the trains, of the subway trains, and the memes I've seen of Tobey Maguire love going. It. <laughs> Fucking love. <laughs> see, see the stranger, Doctor Stranger leaves more trains, and he's just like, what? Uh, and then you have, oh god, and then you also get. Doc Ock saying hello, Peter, but it wouldn't make sense if it was Tom Holland because I don't think he knows who Tom Holland is, so it would make sense that it's Tobey Maguire in that scene. Yeah, no, there's definitely some fun editing going on in this trailer. I am still beyond hyped for it. I'm definitely more hyped for this than I am for Eternals. Eternals, I feel like, is the last season of Game of Thrones. It's like, we gotta let it out. Just, it's whatever. I mean, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not gonna be like... I'm not going to be... I'm I'm excited for No Way Home and Shang-Chi. Those are the two I'm excited for. I'm also weirdly excited for Shang-Chi. You know what I want Shang-Chi to be? Huh. An old 70s kung fu movie. Yeah. That's all I want it. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's what it's going to be. That's what it looks like from what I've seen. Um, but I'm excited for No Way Home because Spider-Man movies done by Marvel are usually some great. of my favorite. Like, I love... Both, Far From Home yeah, and Homecoming. Both both, uh, both Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. They're in my top ten. Fucking of the, phenomenal of, so far. Of, Tom Holland is Peter Parker. Like more so than I ever felt or Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire. The thirty-year-old man playing him in the late two thousands. Sense it never made any sense to me. Tobey Maguire never fit Peter Parker. Oh, me, I was, and I don't think I was talking about Andrew Garfield. I don't think Andrew Garfield ever really did either. I think Andrew Garfield maybe did just a little bit more than Tobey Maguire, but it just, I don't know. Tom Holland has always been infinitely better. So that's why for me, the idea of those three Spider-Men merging doesn't make as much sense as doing what uh, Into the Spider-Verse did and have completely different actors play these older Spider-Men from parallel universes. Why are we stick? Why are we limiting ourselves to Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, two actors who pretty much unanimously, unanimously across the board, most Spider-Man fans will agree, aren't great as Spider-Man, and the movies they were in weren't great Spider-Man movies. Nope. They've mostly been great for the memes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, why are we limiting ourselves? To but that? Spider-Man Two is still considered one of the best comic book movies ever. Mainly because of the story and, like, the iconic scenes. I agree with that, which but, is why I am excited for Doc Ock. But, yeah, that's the only I'm reason. more excited for Doc Ock than oh. I am for anything else. If Alfred Molino's in anything, perfectly cast. I love it. He yeah. was in fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark for, like, the first 15 minutes. And he made the movie even fucking better. And he wasn't even fucking Alfred Molino back then. And then he was also in, uh... Uh, Frida, the movie Frida with Selma Hayek. I could be totally wrong about this, but I think he was also in uh, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, yeah, no. He was the villain in that one. Was he? Wasn't he? Okay, cool. I don't mind The Sorcerer's Apprentice. I like that a lot more than most people. It was a kind of fun movie, actually. 
I mean, I, I it's not it. the best. It's I, all right. I didn't hate it. I think it was a lot of fun for all the Kamehameha <laughs> things in there. But I don't know. Anyway, what do you think of the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer? You can tell us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. You can tell us on Twitter at cinemagems underscore pod. Let us know what you think. We always want your comments, concerns, questions, recipes, criticism. Uh, I, again, apologize for making y'all sit through this movie with us. I it did, was rough. I did talk to Dr. Amon Kringle about uh, the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. And he yeah. was like, I watched it for... I watched it when I was booting up, waking up asleep. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like I want that movie yeah. to happen. And I'm like, yeah. So I literally was I talking to him about it. And I was like, I know you haven't like talked talked seen it, but I just want to talk to you about this couple of scenes. And he's like, no, I'm ready for that. Yeah. That, that scene's that He literally, he goes, that seems like it's going to be dope. Because you know how Dr. Almond Kringle yeah. is. Yeah. It's so glad to have him back at work. I'm, I'm so glad to have him back. Um. But, uh, no, I, I was like talking to him yesterday. I didn't want to talk to you about it because I wanted to save it for the show. But yeah. I'm really, really, really looking forward to this. Jamie Foxx's Electro, okay, maybe you'll make it a better character. As than long it as was. we have better writers. Same with Sandman. He's in this movie? Here's the thing that confused me everyone was freaking about Electro. I didn't see him once in the trailer, but I saw the giant cloud that is Sandman. And no one else noticed it. It's weird. No one on the internet noticed it but me. Get your, I'm just saying get your Reddit I've post ready. This. Everyone I've talked to about get this. Get your Reddit said, post. No, I, I don't post on Reddit. I'm purely a lurker. <laughs> a lurk. I, yeah, no. Not giving away my Reddit here. Um, anyway. <laughs> look. We're excited for this movie mainly because it's Spider-Man, Marvel, and Sony. Yeah. And Tom Holland. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's, you want us. And also Stephen Strange. Yeah. Marvel, you don't have to twist my arm very hard to be interested in your movies. Just give me a character I haven't seen a thousand times. Did you? That's why I love Doctor Strange. Did you, uh, did you hear that they've, they're gonna have to edit Moon Knight because it's too dark and gritty? What? And I'm like, why? Just let Moon Knight happen, man. I love Moon Knight. don't do that shit with Deadpool. Anyway, look. As always, thank you to all of our amazing Swapper Jacks friends and family members. Thank you to all of our amazing Cinemaniacs who constantly support the show and give us recommendations and talk to us. We're here. Talk to us. Give us your comments, concerns, questions, recipes. If you need to vent, vent. We're here to listen. Um, and thank you, Marty, the Ergen Zerber, for letting us shoot your website, lowerandpictures.com. And also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us shoot your music. Sorry, I have to put that in. All good. Um, we love you guys. Wait, next week is Labor Day. Labor, 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 labor. It's Labor, labor. Day weekend. Working so we have neighbor, a special neighbor, 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 neighbor. episode. Do we? Yes, we do. What is the special episode? It's that movie. Is it? Is it what I? What is that? Just, I'll tell you after the movie. After. And why does it say Suicide Squad underneath? I don't know what that is. That might be the week after. Now you gave oh, it away. Oh, thank God. Okay, cool. Now you gave it away. That's fine. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. See you in September. Is Bye. there something you're forgetting? Oh, and also, guys, uh, wipe your hooves and see you later, but also Black Lives Always Matter, guys. Always. Bye.